All right, welcome to another NRS Lunch and Learn. I'm happy you're all here. And I'm going to give the floor to Jonathan Gibber, who's prepared something nice for you all. All right, take it away, Jonathan. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sui. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Um, so I'm going to talk for a few minutes about last week's Parsha, um, Parsha Sui. So I heard from Ramosha Tzvi Weinberg on Chavez um, that with each of the, there are three others, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and they each had a chosen son and a non-chosen son. So with Avram, he had Yitzhak and Yishmael, and Yitzhak was the one destined to take over for Avram, and with Yaakov, with Yitzhak, had Yaakov and Esav, and Yaakov was the chosen one. So with Yaakov, he had 12 kids, and after Yaakov passes away, so the the brothers come to Yosef, and they say that our father told told us um, to please forgive, please forgive us for what we previously did in selling you, sending you to Mitzrayim, telling Yaakov that you passed away. And Yo Yosef broke out crying. So Mufarshim asked, "What happened? Why the why the brothers feel the need to to, to say this to Yosef, and why did Yosef start crying?" So the brothers were aware that with each of the prior Avos that there was a chosen son, and they and the way that Yosef was positioning himself throughout the story of Rashis was that he was the chosen one. He was the one that had the dreams. Um, he was the one that became the leader of Mitzrayim, and they got rid of him. Um, so they wanted to make sure um, that one, that they weren't forgotten. And we now know that they weren't the 12 Shvatim, but even the, in Yaakov's bracha for Yosef, it says Nazir Echav. So in a sense, Yosef was chosen, and there definitely was a sense of jealousy between the brothers um, the brothers had for Yosef, that they didn't want to be forgotten. But also, when Yaakov was alive, um, when Yaakov was alive, so they all, Yaakov asked Yosef for them all to eat at the same table. And it was a little weird, but Yosef agreed because his dad asked him to. When Yaakov died, Yosef stopped eating with them, and he started eating separately. And that was part of the reason why the brothers felt the need to say to Yosef that, that our dad told us to please please forgive us, because they thought something was up, why is Yosef all of a sudden not eating with them? But the real, Yos real reason like, why Yosef wasn't eating with them is because it was a weird fit. Reuven was the oldest, um, so he should sit at the head, but Yehuda was destined to have Malchus come out of him, so he also. And with Yosef, he was the king of, he was second in line to the throne of Mitzrayim, so it's a weird fit to have all of them at the table together. But when Yaakov was alive, Yosef was willing to do it, and he sat at the head, but he didn't feel like it was Kavadik to his other siblings. So when Yaakov passed away, in his mind, it was easiest if they all just ate separately, um, so that he wouldn't be stealing the, the Kavod from one of his brothers. The brothers, though, didn't realize this, so they took it as a sign that Yosef's going against them, and Yosef's going to do something bad to him. So when they went to, and that was part of the impetus for why they went to Yosef with, with the lie, because Yaakov didn't actually tell them to go tell Yosef after I died to please forgive you guys. And and Yosef broke down crying because after all they had been through together, um, after all they had been through together, he, he thought that they had moved past the line and they had moved past everything. So over the course of the story of Bracious, Yosef had the dreams, then he was sold, the brothers lied, um, he went to Aisha's Potiphar's house, um, got sent to prison, um, interpreted the dreams, got out, the brothers came down to Mitzrayim, he told them who he is, and he thought that they had that they had moved past everything. And when they came to him with the lie from Yaakov, Yosef realized that they hadn't moved past and that there was still jealousy and that there was more things that had to be worked on. 
but in Yosef's mind, he was doing everything for for like he was doing everything with the right intentions in mind. The brothers just didn't know that, so the brothers assumed the worst. And part of what we learned from this, from from the story, is that importance of not making assumptions and to always communicate with other people because sometimes someone has the right intention in mind but the person that you're interacting with doesn't realize and takes it for an entirely different reason because here by not setting the table with his brothers Yosef wanted to give the proper code to his brothers and by sitting at the same table with them he felt like the code that they needed wouldn't have been there because he would have been the one sitting at the head um but the brothers totally misinterpreted that. So part of what we learn is to always communicate and not make false assumptions. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Great, great job as always in relationships as well as in business. Communication is key. So thank you everyone for coming and I'll see you next week.